If you are hearing this, you are receiving a signal from another planet. Fanboy planet. Watch animated chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie. Sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the letter F in your dictionary. And add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor. I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. I'm a nerd Hey everybody, it is the Fanboy Planet Podcast. Welcome. And uh, I'm Derek McCott, Editor-in-Chief of FanboyPlanet.com, and I am surrounded by comics. And of course, in the Sanctum Sanctorum, we got to come up with it. It's not, it can't be the Brett Cave then. Is it the Brectum Brectorum? Uh, I think you're getting a little, little touchy there. Brettum Schneiderum? I don't know. Anyway. It's my man cave. Okay. Well, we're both in our in the different versions of our man the game. man sanctum, neither of which actually looks like we are present the way we are presenting it to be. But that's you know that's fine. Sure. Uh, so I'm Rick Red Snyder. Yeah, there we go. And uh, and welcome everybody watching this live, uh, and of course anybody watching this after the fact. Of course, you know you can uh, join the conversation. I want to do a test. I want to do a test. This is a live test. It'll either fail or it'll be very short. I don't know if you want this answer. Okay. Okay, it was audible. Uh, that, was, that was, of course, the great Luke Ski, which reminds me that I'm behind on. Uh, reviewing a book I picked up at Season Screamings. It was illustrated by Luke Ski, which, oh, cool. was, which uh, yeah, I've been in contact with the author. It was Wally Wingert, who is, he's very much crossed over into our world because he is the voice. Uh, he basically, this is a weird thing to say. I think he's the world's foremost impersonator of Frank Gorshin, who was himself <laughs> an impressionist before That's he was a so he's the guy that does the riddle, the Riddler when they need a Frank Gorshin voice, as well as he's the Riddler in the Arkham Asylum games. So anyway, uh, met up with him in December, and we're going to do something. I, I don't know what exactly yet, but, you know, dropping all these things. And if you are watching after the fact, as I was going to say, you can, of course, join the conversation by writing in. If you've got questions, comments, compliments, commentary, criticism, write into editor at fanboyplanet.com. If you are watching this on Facebook because we're going Facebook Live right now, as well as YouTube. You can, if you haven't followed us on the Facebook page, Facebook at, you know, Fanboy Planet. As well, you can follow us on Twitter at Fanboy Planet and Instagram at Fanboy Planet. And anything we talk about that, uh, if we talk about books or so forth that you'd like to purchase for your very own and you cannot find it at your local brick and mortar store, we do have Amazon links on the page and on the site. We are Amazon affiliated, so uh, any purchase you made can uh, might 
result in a, a small bounty uh, back here, I, you know, a bit of revenue to help defray the cost of running the site and, and running StreamYard. You know, it's a, a, the membership cost. It ain't free, but, you know, it's fun. So uh, let's, uh, let's get to that conversation is that we've had actually three letters in the last, can we still call them letters, emails, comments? Mm -hmm. Three. You can call them letters, sure. Yeah. Uh, based on, you know, after, in the, after the fact of, of last last week's conversation, or two weeks ago, sorry, we did take a week off, uh, and we are, uh, you know, recording to, this is uh, Tuesday night, and then we're going to maybe do something at Gallifrey One. I don't know. You know, who knows? But anyway, um, we never know. It's timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly stuff. You just you just never know. But anyway, we heard from Chris Buckley, who also sent me a poem, which I ran on fanboyplanet.com, about why he doesn't want to watch the Batman. Uh, so there was two separate emails. One was that, and uh, and then one was this. After the podcast, apparently I, I, I slurred or I just misspoke. That's what the politicians would say, and I called it the DC expanded universe when it's the DC extended universe, uh, because they hope to extend it into, uh, the 10 years of mastery of the box office that, uh, that Marvel had. So he, but he broke down, uh, the, no, he broke down, he broke down the different earths because we couldn't remember what the Arrowverse had actually numbered at the end of crisis on infinite earths. You and I were both saying, oh, is it 52? Because, of course, in the comics it was 52. But it's not 52 anymore because there's a dark multiverse. There's a light multiverse. There's a there's a Bud Light yeah, multiverse. Michelob Light multiverse. I don't know. Um, multiverse, I guess, is better if it's Michelob. But anyway, uh, so Earth Prime is the main Arrowverse world after Crisis, which is Arrow, Flash, Legend, Supergirl, Black Lightning, Batwoman, Superman, and Lois, which I still would have to disagree a little bit because Superman and Lois if you're caught up with it is like, there are so many things that would be solved by the simple or, or that there's the plot question of, you know, Superman, you, you do have another Kryptonian relative on earth right. and her right. name is Tara Zorel. And yet the first two seasons of Superman and Lois very clearly, she doesn't exist or no one's mentioning her or anything. I would and be, I, I would love to see the actor who's more into it than the writer who's, who goes, um, this line is wrong. Because I have a cousin and, and, and we could yeah. use. And, and this is why they can't invite me into a writer's room is because I'm going, <laughs> uh, excuse me, but uh, for five seasons you had Kara. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's just kind of funny. I, I, I felt that because uh, the same actress, Jenna Dewey, uh, Jenna Dewey Tatum, uh, Channing, Jenna, Jenna Dewey, I, ah, I Dewey, that's her last name. <laughs> who is played Lucy Lane on Supergirl has reappeared on Superman and Lois, but as a different version of Lucy Lane. So again, you could say certainly crisis changed things, but this is a little much anyway. So there we go. Not to go there. So Chris has decided that earth one is his honorary title for the films originally known as the DC extended universe and unnumbered earth, but it stands to reason man of steel through peacemaker I think I, I'm going to say hypertime. That's Earth hypertime because, you know, they're going to weave it's in. It's hypertime. Of course it is, which is why it was silly not to have hypertime, but that's, yeah. you know, me. Earth 2 is Stargirl. Earth 9 is Titans. And I don't know why they jumped to Earth 9, except that I think they had a plan for Earth 3 with the uh, 
they were probably possibly going to do the uh, crime syndicate um, variation. I don't know. Earth 12 is Green Lantern, which would be the new HBO show because they did show that at the end of Christ on Infinite Earths, possibly including the Ryan Reynolds movie, which is a good point, Chris. We don't know uh, what that is. And, and, and if you're watching, of course, feel free to make a comment. I, I see a few uh, people have joined us. Uh, please feel free to make a comment as we're talking through here, and I'll, I'll answer as fast as I can. Uh, Earth-19 is the late lamented Swamp Thing. Still no movement uh, on whether on whether HBO Max might revive that, though I, I know that everybody involved would be happy to return uh, for a season two and play out the things and- that... And again, it wasn't canceled because it was a bad show. It was canceled. It was canceled because they got a little queasy about such a dark show on the DC Universe app, right? I mean, they canceled it the second day of the streaming of the first episode. Yes, so I would actually argue there have been Doom Patrol and Titans episodes that have been much darker than oh, absolutely. But I, I think Doom Patrol went a little crazier once it became an HBO Max. And which from the beginning, because DC Universe was an app that was only available in the United States. So it was already on HBO. Doom Patrol was already yeah, an HBO yeah. show in the rest of the world, uh, which is Earth 21, by the way. Not to be confused uh, by uh, with the Doom Patrol that appeared on Earth 9 Titans. It's a separate one. Brian Kent has joined and asked, it was something about a tax credit with Swamp Thing, and that has been debunked. And if you want to listen back to our last interview with, with Derek Mears, you know, he said he he said that too. It was not. It had nothing to do with budget and everything to do with what what Rick just said. You know, the queasiness. Something. Although I've talked to a couple of other people uh, in the industry who are like, "What the heck happened?" Because they don't know. Not within within DC Universe or HBO, but like somebody somewhere didn't like the idea of doing it at all, and they got enough power to turn it down. So who knows? Um, it happens. Earth twenty nine has been identified as Naomi's birth world. But that's not the Earth that the show takes place on. And if you catch up on Naomi, who has a new name, right, in comics, she's Powerhouse. She was given a superhero identity finally. Yeah, I saw somebody tweet that. I haven't caught up on Justice League where that happened, but I saw somebody tweet that, so excited there. Um, That she has a name. Earth 66, of course, is the Adam West Batman, which I think we said. Earth 76 is the Linda Carter Wonder Woman. Uh, and Earth 89 is Tim Burton's Batman films, though I'm going to also go with you, Chris, here, that I think that uh, it's going to get retconned through the Flash movie, uh, that it's very clear that Michael Keaton is still that version of Batman, but now, you know, it's Ben Affleck who will go Bat-by. Right. Batty-by? Is that what you would say? Batty-by? Earth 90 is the 1990 Flash series that starred John Wesley Shipp originally, Earth-96, Superman 1 and 2, plus Superman Returns, 3 and 4. I don't believe those films were made. Uh, you know, they, they, they don't actually exist. Um, although there were good parts of Superman 3. I'll, I'll give you that. Earth-167 is Smallville, uh, which I've heard rumor they're going to they're gonna try to revive that either in audio, you know. We don't say podcast, right? They're scripted audio drama no they're calling they're calling everything a podcast now including scripted audio all the all the the waste worlds things from uh, marvel or all wastelands wastelands right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay earth 203 birds of prey tv series which i think is they just dropped a zero 
because I think that was the 2003-2004 series yeah. uh, season. Interestingly, I got to say, I, I can uh, inject a little news because last week they announced they're going to do a show on the CW called Gotham Knights, which sounds an awful lot like the setup, at least, for Birds of Prey, which was that Batman had left Gotham. In this case, they're saying Batman has been murdered and it's Damien uh, gathering the rest of the Bat family uh, to protect Gotham in a future Gotham City. So it's like they're kind of going back to the well. Once again, for whatever reason, nobody wants to actually make an actual Batman series about Batman. They, that you one works have, for me, though. I, I'm fine with it. And, you know, it, it's I, I just got to say, it's sort of like... It, to me, it, it, it's also, do we need any of them? It's a, a series that no one necessarily asked for, but it could be cool. You know, the I, same I, I, I don't know why. I mean, they, they've done so many Superman shows, right? Yeah. But but the Batman shows stopped in 66. I mean, as far as TV. Right. right. And that's what I, I don't know. And, and they were shot down from doing that in Smallville. They actually, Smallville began as an episode of a pitched series that came from a Bible about teen, about young Bruce Wayne. And then mm -hmm. one episode was where Bruce Wayne would encounter uh, a teen named Clark Kent, who mysterious things were happening around him. And that episode was called Smallville. And, you know, it was, I don't even know if it was ever fully scripted, but they took that out of the Bible and went, we don't want to do a young Batman because they were going to do Batman Begins and said, you know, now we'll do Smallville. So right. there you go. Uh, Earth 666, of course, is the Earth of Lucifer. Uh, Earth F is, I, I didn't know anybody had bothered with this. That's the Max Fleischer Superman. Yeah. And Earth X, which was established on the Arrowverse, is the Ray and the Freedom Fighters, which unfortunately never went anywhere. Like they, they, that appeared on Legends of Tomorrow. And I think it was a crossover that involved, it was right, it was Crisis on Earth X. And they did a six episode animated series online on CW Seed of the Ray, and then it never went. It was great. So, you know, I don't know. But thank you, Chris, so, so far. Go ahead. So we put we put Constantine squarely in Earth Prime then. He is. Yeah. But it's got uh, got to be a question of whether his previous series. Right. That's yeah. there. I, I was thinking six, the Earth 666 almost felt more like the previous series. So, a. Constantine clearly did meet that Lucifer because on Christ of Heaven Earth, Lucifer met him, knew him. So unnamed but so far separate worlds. And one he forgot to mention was Constantine starring Keanu Reeves. Um, right. Whatever world that uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker takes place in, uh, whatever world Constantine with, uh, with Keanu Reeves takes place in, Naomi, as I said, I don't think it's Earth Prime. But yeah. they're playing with it. You know, there's a question. Uh, and then the upcoming The Batman, which, by the way, again, you can read Chris Buckley's guest column on fanboyplanet.com, uh, which is Poet Slams Seeing the Batman. Thank you. I stayed up all night coming up with that pun for the headline. Uh, that uh, And the Gotham tie-in series will be two. There's a Gotham PD, still untitled, and a series starring Colin Farrell called Cobblepot that will come out, out of that as well. Who knows where they are? We uh, assume that the DCEU would also include as uh, 
that uh, extended university, the Earth One, the honorary title Chris gave it, would include Batgirl, would include the Blue Beetle movie that's being shot right now. And they did start uh, production on that. We haven't seen much. Uh, and uh, just announced again uh, yesterday, Wonder Twins for HBO. Yeah. Movie. And, right. as much as, and, and as much as I have a special place in my heart for for Wonder Twins, I'm going to go on the record now. What happens is that some executive walked by as some other executive said, like, nice job. Wonder Twin powers activate. And they went, hey, we own that, don't we? Yeah. I don't know but, if – and I hate to say it because I enjoyed the, the book, too, that, they, that Brian Michael Bendis uh, did with Mark Russell for his wonder comics is I think that people think they love the wonder twins because they love saying wonder, wonder twin powers activate. And everybody knows that phrase. Right. Even if they never watch the show, love the wonder twins themselves. So I don't know. I would, I'm, I'm just a little upset that we get wonder twins before anybody incorporates ambush bug into one of these shows. And you could even go back to to the original ambush bug who was just a, a teleporting. Oh no! Absolutely, general. absolutely. And, I am upset, and I think I, uh, I think I tweeted that at some producer uh, in the last week or so. Like, where's the ambush bug series? I'm waiting for right. it. Uh, well, why but, doesn't he show up on in in one of the Earth Prime shows? Just you would totally think he would at least fit in Le- in Legends of Tomorrow, and they'd oh, be like absolutely, absolutely comics as to what the hell is that? Um, yeah. I mean, again, and I think we've said this before, when you've got Deadpool, and by the way, we're going to come back to Deadpool, I, I promise, in this conversation. Uh, when you've got Deadpool in the Marvel Universe, the character that knows how to break the fourth wall, Ambush Bug should show up in something. Ambush Bug has an escalator going through the the fourth wall. And, 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 and frankly, I you know, a prediction. If they really want to make me happy... If any movie absolutely, absolutely is really set for Ambush Bug to show up, it would be The Flash. We oh, yeah. know so little about it, but we know that it's Flashpoint, but it's it's funnier than Flashpoint. They're not going to Thomas Wayne. They're going to the classic Bruce Wayne, and they're going to make Michael Keaton retcon has had, having been Batman all along. Well, one character's got to know there were other Earths before, and that would be ambush bug. So uh, let's hope. DC doesn't realize that they have a kid-friendly Deadpool in ambush bug. No, no, no. I want to say DC realizes it. Well, maybe. the films does sure. not, and that's a different thing. And I'm still not sure what the borders are and who's okay. talking to who. You know, but you're right. I I don't think he's even shown up in an animated series yet. Other than was he in Brave and the Bold? I think he was. I, I, I'm thinking. I, I think I've seen a frame of him, an, a, an animated cell frame, or maybe oh, some artist. A good one to look up. Some clever artist went. I'll bet I can sell some prints, making it yeah, look like perhaps, awesome. perhaps, just paint a celluloid. Anyway, so Bill Bossert, we haven't heard from Bill in a long time. So Hi, uh, Bill. I've been busy producing indie films, uh, and, and I guess doing well. Uh, so great to hear from you, Bill. Um, he challenges us to which two Marvel and which two DC, he said shows, would we choose if we have to? It's kind of like the Desert Island disc thing. This is all we can watch uh, over and over. And so I don't have a good answer. You go first. You've had more time to think about it. That is true. But, uh, and, and you may consider it unfair, but 
I, I, I uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think you and I both might have a similar, a similar first choice for uh, DC in that the one show that the DC universe has done that I immediately wanted to go back and, and watch again once it's done is Peacemaker. That was I, my number one. Yeah. Yeah. So the two of us agree on that Peacemaker. Uh, I'll, you know, maybe I'll edit a Peacemaker picture over this later. Are we limited to this list? No, because, okay. because you're quite, you're quite right. I mean, you know, the thing is if I'm going to go, if I'm going to enjoy uh, a DC show, it, I would think it would have to be Peacemaker. And then we open it up. I, it's Batman 66. I can, I can watch any episode of that show, even the third season, which kind of sucks and feel great. And I know your, your mileage may vary to anybody else that, you know, for me, that's being five years old and that's how I discovered who Batman was. And, you know, really even before uh, picking up any comics or the Batman big little book, I don't think I even got that till I was seven or eight, uh, which is enter the cheetah, by the way, uh, is the name of the Batman big little book. Um, so anyway, yes. So, so what's your number two? Oh, so it would be Peacemaker and Batman 66. For Marvel, for Marvel, I'd say just because I could enjoy it over and over too, because I think I would notice something new each time. The problem with Marvel is you, you really need to, it's hard to take a chapter out because they are all of a larger thing, but I, I would have to go with WandaVision. Um, and I'm going to go with, again, for that same kind of sheer joy that I, I, I haven't done this, but I, I wanted to go back and watch immediately, was Hawkeye. And, and I think I may be the person more surprised than anybody else, because I'm not a big Hawkeye fan, but yeah. I love that series. So so my number two for DC, which I didn't get around to, yeah, sorry. Um, would probably be um, a show that I, I'd be looking for the ones that I haven't watched that much, but really wanted to get back into. And there was enough stuff there. So, like, I'm, I'm tempted by your uh, your second choice, but I would probably go with Young Justice. Okay. And I've only watched a little of Young Justice. That's on my list I've got to watch. Yeah, Luckily, I mean, I'm not on the desert island without, uh, <laughs> right, right. without internet yet. So. so so Marvel, I'd choose one movie and one series. And just because there, the one movie that I would probably take would be uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Just because okay. I, I love, I can watch that movie, and it it is it is pretty much disconnected from everything else that's going on. Which means we have you have two choices that are James Gunn. So really, could I add this choice that if just everything could be written and directed by James Gunn? And I know there are people <laughs> right, right, that right. Think, I know I don't want to hear from you, Jordan. I know you don't like him, but I I love everything that guy does, even when he fails. He swings for the effing fences. My second Marvel would be What If. Okay, which is good. Uh, you know, we'll get, we'll get in there. Um, and before, I love it. So thank you, Bill, for that question. One other comment, and this will then kind of roll into the Multiverse of Madness, which is our main topic this evening, is that uh, Andy Zorio commented on, on Facebook, is Moon Knight safe for my fifth grader to watch? And I got to say this note, yeah, yeah, because he said he didn't know anything about it. And, you know, my side is we got the news F. Murray Abraham, that is the Academy Award winner, F. Murray Abraham, has been cast as the voice of Khonshu. Great casting. 
the issue, and I, and it's almost like I, it's funny because uh, your wife uh, commented online as well uh, that Rick tells me it's very different from the '80s version, and I think I've caught up to almost everything but the most recent run, and it is very, very different. Yeah. And I think we we had alluded to that. It's it's I don't know where I'm going to go with it. We started a nice conversation. You know, it's a chance to uh, tackle at least. I don't know how seriously and how deep they're going to get to go. The issue of mental illness uh, and maybe a mature conversation, certainly Oscar Isaac and all the press is saying it is. I don't think it's safe. What my advice back to Andy was like when daredevil showed up on Netflix and I don't think really, I quite had processed how much (coughs) bless you that it was going to be than any of the Marvel movies at that point, which my son I think was in like fifth grade when daredevil well, it's always like fifth grade when Daredevil debuted. Yeah. And I watched the first episode and went, I'm not sure. Uh, but we watched the first episode together and then we talked about it. Um, but I would say in the case of Moon Knight, I think it's darker. I think they're going to push crazier. That gets to a whole different conversation we're going to have on a different show about Disney, <laughs> Disney Plus absorbing the Disney brand becoming so dark. Like, do you realize, I mean, hilariously, to some extent, the uh, the Hulu miniseries Pam and Tommy is in the rest of the world a Disney Plus offering, and that does not seem very much within the Disney brand. Which Earth is that on? What uh, who, Pam and Tommy? Pam and Tommy? Uh, that's yeah. in sadly our Earth, even though it does okay. feature the Winter Soldier and Cinderella. Uh, so you know that's cool. uh, back to the question about Moon Knight. I think I, I get. You get this question a lot. I mean, I, I get it. I'm sure you do, too. And the, the question really is is kind of wrongly put. It's like, are you just trying to not have to have a babysitter so you can go see it? Or are you trying to take them, movie, them to a movie that they're going to enjoy? And they may ask to go see a new movie like Moon Knight because they hear it's a well, superhero movie. Series. It's a TV series. Oh, and TV series. It too. It's hard to keep. If they have access to Disney Plus on their own, that right. is harder to block. Yeah, but the, but the the still the thing is, is it a film that they're going to enjoy? And I would say no, they're not going to understand what's going on. You might as well have them watch The Sopranos or something. You know, it's 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 uh, it's oh, not. Oh, oh, this just in is is The Sopranos okay for my my seven year old to watch? Uh, because clearly the Super Bowl commercial. I don't have a seven year old. Right, right, uh, right. Sadly, uh, so I'm going to let this take this moment. Uh, Dave Tapia was very patiently said, uh, I'm here for the Doctor Strange, a.k.a. Tom Cruise Couch Jumping Madness. I think that's a that's a, that's a a lovely, wishful thinking thing that is so deeply inside, I don't think that's who it's going to be. Um, but that's okay. Uh, you know, that uh, to those that are puzzled by that comment, um, you know, that was at one point long before uh, Marvel really had control of their uh, of their properties, Tom Cruise was very interested in starring in Iron Man and developing a, developing an Iron Man film. I think, rightfully, knowing what happened to the Mummy, that uh, look, Tom Cruise is a movie star. He knows his image. He gets it. Uh, I don't think that movie would have been as satisfying, and certainly wouldn't have rolled over into the Avengers. You know, uh, we wouldn't have had that that vision. So. To be quite honest, I'm not interested in Tom Cruise as as Tony, as an alternate universe Tony Stark. Um, 
And yeah. again, I, I think that for the impact, uh, yes, it will. It would spawn uh, in May, um, you know, thirty different websites uh, with articles on a ver- title variation: Tom Cruise's appearance in uh, in in uh, Doctor Strange explained. Uh, you know, and you know, so I, I don't want to see it, but it is uh, David J. Fowley. Hey, David, welcome. Uh, you know, jumps the gun on where I, I promise Rich Rick will vouch. I've got uh, an itinerary here, an agenda. Yes, this is the rumblings of the uh, of the Illuminati. So yes, we will talk about it. And I have read in the last two days. 30 different articles saying that trailer explained and played it over a couple times for myself and gone like, eh, you know, um, I loved it. So let's get to that point, you know, is that yes, at Super Bowl, we got the Super Bowl of madness. Uh, the multiverse of madness got a, a really good trailer, uh, dropped exciting, very exciting, you know, first reactions. You watch the game. I was just, I was actually at an early dinner um, no offense to anybody who loves the Super Bowl. I'm just like, I, you know, I, I, can't, I don't get emotionally involved. But if you do, awesome. Uh, but I, I don't. So, but I forgot that that commercial was going to be played. So, uh, you know, I see online. I'm checking my phone and going, oh crap. You know, so we got to we got to go home, honey, uh, because I have to go home and watch <laughs> the trailer now. Uh, <laughs> you know, and I have to post it on Fanboy Planet. So. You know, you. I guess you would have watched it in the actual moment. Yeah. And, then I, and I watched after the fact and went, yeah, that was a very satisfying trailer. Many questions raised. Most yeah. of which the internet says is the Illuminati, which if you follow Brian Michael Bendis's uh, it, a Twitter account and Instagram account, he almost immediately afterwards tweeted out a photo uh, or a, a shot of the original drawing, uh, you know, comic book panel of the Illuminati. So he's he either knows something or he's stirring up crap. But basically the you know the internet is aflame that the Illuminati, if people don't know, is right. in, in Marvel Comics is a, a group of of longtime Marvel characters who gather to discuss the really the fate of humanity. The fate of humanity, <laughs> the, the world shaking events. It was the Illuminati in comics that shot the Hulk into space and you know, thus triggering Planet Hulk, uh, one of my favorite Hulk runs in comics. Uh, it's uh, it is Doctor Strange is one of them, right? It's Doctor right. Strange. It's Reed Richards. It's Professor X. And you may notice I'm naming two characters so far that have not appeared in the mainstream Marvel Cinematic Universe, and this is why everybody's losing right. their crap. Uh, also, in there would be Black Panther. Uh, he was he was only in there at the beginning, and he left because he didn't really appreciate. He didn't really think right. what they were doing is right. And uh, Namor, right? Was Namor, Namor was, yes. one of, was one of the original? I yeah. think Steve Rogers was invited to the table, but he didn't like what they were planning, so they mind wiped him. They pulled a yeah, identity crisis on him. Uh, you know, so yeah, it, it's uh, and, and Black Bolt. Thank you, uh, David. Right, uh, Fowley just uh, just added that that it was Namor and Black Bolt. Right, uh, so. But you know, we don't talk about Black Bolt. We 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 don't talk about Black Bolt in the uh, in the Marvel. Oh series. come now, sing it. We don't talk about Black Bolt. Now I own Disney. Now I owe Disney money. Thanks. Uh, no, you didn't sing it. No, no, no. Partially, we don't talk about Black Bolt because Black Bolt can't talk. Uh, 
But uh, that's, you know, so Black Bolt doesn't talk about us. Anyway, uh, we do have this character in Shadow says, it's time we tell them the truth. And everybody says, that's Patrick Stewart. And you and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago about how, you know, when we saw Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, oh, yes, there we go. He's not playing Picard, which was, that was the joke that launched a, a thousand tweets that I, I was bored <laughs> with uh, by the time I read the thousand. Um, first of all, people, uh, Paramount owns Star Trek, and sometimes they even know they do. Uh, <laughs> the Paramount, because we could say Star Trek Four is apparently back on with the, with the Kelvin cast. As of today, they're negotiating to get them all back. Uh, but... Yeah, yeah, it's clearly not him. Like in No Way Home, when Andrew Garfield and, and Tobey Maguire... Strangely, though, I don't remember anybody asking Tobey Maguire if he was in No Way Home. Well, I don't have any movies to promote, and that's why it kept, they kept hijacking at press conferences Andrew Garfield. But, you know, they both flat-out lied about being in it. Thank and, God they did. Oh, thank God, yeah. So did Charlie Cox. About yeah. being about being Matt Murdock, and uh, and Patrick Stewart said he did have a conversation with with Kevin Feige about reprising the role of of Xavier in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but he felt that Logan had really been the last word that right. he wanted to have, you know. So I I totally get that, you know, and, but. I, and I totally believed that as a reason. But if Patrick Stewart is it, he lied to us. Not the first time the Patrick Stewart slide, and I'm there for it. And and David, well, you're jumping the gun on me here. Yes, that uh, I do know these things. Namor supposedly shows up, and by the way, I've got to say, you know, David, uh, I don't know how I say he started on Fanboy Planet, but he's got his own brilliant uh, movie coverage site called uh, KeepingItReal.com, and uh, so you know he, he was gracious enough to share movie reviews from time to time with with us. Uh, so thank you. Yes, he is supposedly. We don't know. See, that's the thing. It's another rumor that he's going to show up in Black Panther two. Makes sense to me, but I, you know, we we don't really know because no, no. Past- you, jump back, you jump back to Patrick Stewart though, and obviously it's a we have a much older Patrick Stewart, a much older Patrick Stewart than the last time yeah. we saw on the screen. the The other thing about it is we see so many derivatives and variants on strange and on other characters in this movie that we could actually get a Patrick Stewart Xavier, who is not the Xavier that we saw in the, um, well, no, no, absolutely. he would not be, he would not which introduce the idea of variants. And so when we, when we eventually get a new X-Men, they don't have to look anything like the previous ones. Did. But, but let's also say, you know, I mean, WandaVision already played that with us too, because we got, yeah. We got Evan Peters as who we thought was, a, you know, she recast Pietro and it turned out to be a, a guy named uh, Fr- Fred Boner. I know his last name was Boner because I just yeah. remember going <laughs> Boner, uh, you know, <laughs> and and, uh, uh, and so, you know, th- this is he's there are all these chairs around. So it's got to be I, I think it'd be the Illuminati because we also know that we see. Uh, Stephen Strange looking at a statue of a beardless uh, Stephen Strange. So, uh, you know... There's th- so much going on in that frame. Oh, God. You know, the, so... The Sanctum Santorum, which is the third version of the, that we've seen in the tra- trailer, with a much bigger thing behind me, in front of, behind the statue, and then 
we've got like windmills going on in the background and, and green greenery growing out of almost all the windows and the stuff behind okay, him. Okay, so this is Hans Brinker Strange. Is that yeah, what we're going to see? Sure. His, uh, his, it, yeah, it, so, uh, yeah, he is he is listed. I put in the trailer uh, in my write-up that, of course, he's going to play at least two versions of Strange. But he's going to play at least three because there is a Defender Strange right. uh, who appears at a completely different costume. Well, not completely different, but, but different enough. Different color schemes. So that one could be uh, part of the Illuminati. Defender uh, Strange also has a ponytail. And, I, and I'm for that because, you know, I, I do think the Illuminati's in because somebody's got to stand up against the Council of Infinite Kangs or whatever they call it, the Kang Council, because we know that's going to happen. And, right. uh, you, you know, because that was promised in Loki. And apparently the poster, which I, I haven't really spent had time to spend, uh, you know, studying, brings in a lot of what if. we've see, You see in the trailer the Ultrons. I think there's one that somebody said, like, it, it's uh, some site called it Frankenstrange. And I'm like, no, it's the Marvel zombie strange. It's so clear. Like, his teeth are showing up. So he's playing at least four. Unless he's um, dissolved. He could be dissolving in that. In that, like the the chunky Rubik's yeah, cube, screen. yeah. But, but the, there's a shield uh, that could be Captain Carter, and in the poster, uh, and and right, right. That's the thing. It's from the poster, and, yeah. and so both of them are there. And David uh, comments, "I'm not thrilled to see live action versions of What If." Well, you know, I mean, I will agree to disagree with that. I I think that anything someone that pointed out that. When American Chavez is crashing through the realities yeah. in the star, that there's a bit of what looks to be like an animated background behind her. her yeah, no, I'm fine with that. I mean, yeah. the thing is, you've got the multiverse. America Chavez, who we knew was going to be in it, Zochi Gomez is playing the role. Uh, I'm fine with, with with that. I want to, you know, I don't know much about America. Chavez, let me let me be very specific about that. Uh, I know a lot about America, uh, <laughs> but um, uh, but uh, you know I know that she is from an, uh, another uh, universe, and I the what ifs I, I could you know take a leave. I if it means we get to see the Watcher, if Watu shows up, that's a nice surprise. That's cool. I almost wonder if it's if it is, and we've talked about this too. Is it too much? You know. Again, we've read comics for an unnumbered amount of decades, and we are used to a multiverse. Uh, does the average audience member really want that or or care? You know, that's that's my only. Uh, well, I, would, I would argue that the the average audience member went to school earlier this summer with What If. That that introduced okay, so yeah, much yeah, of this it, it was a good setup. Yeah, yeah. We saw a flaming character, um, and I saw many people saying it's the Human Torch, but I, I saw a close up. Somebody did the zoom in. It's Monica. It's yeah. Monica Rambeau, but she's got the Kree helmet on. So an alternate universe where, and I kind of forgot this in all the character development that actually Monica in the comics was the first woman to take the name Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, because I forgot that Carol didn't become Captain... She was Ms. Marvel, then she became Warbird, and then Binary, or Binary, then binary. Warbird. Yeah. You know, I, so, but again, you know, for an average audience member right now coming in and seeing something, you know, if they're coming to the Marvel Universe and they're the average audience member, right, they're, they're aiming at that. 
coveted 70 to 25 demographic or 25 to 35. Those people know Carol Danvers as Captain Marvel. They don't know the other history. I don't even know what Monica is called in the comics right now. Secret histories. Yeah. Well, no, I, but that's, you know, even though Marvel hasn't changed it, it's just like when you go to a shop now, this is, this is who you encounter as the character. So that makes sense. So we might get the the fantastic war because we did mention Reed Richards is part of the Illuminati in the comics. It would be great. Look, I would love it if uh, Yoan Griffith showed up as Reed or that they did. This is how they snuck in whoever they cast. Um, and, And this, by the way, is what I would say is why I don't think Tom Cruise is Tony Stark. There are many people who could maintain uh, an NDA and show up on set and play one of these characters and you wouldn't know. I don't think Tom Cruise is one of those people who would maintain the NDA because he's bigger than the, he considers himself bigger than the Marvel cinematic universe. Yeah. So, I agree. Yeah. You know, that, that, that's it. And look, if you like Tom Cruise, great. I don't dislike him. I I've seen many of his films. I just think, you know, that's, the reality is the mummy was absolutely a victim of his ego and no question. And, uh, you know, I, and I, I don't see why with the success of the mission impossible movies, any other movie that he didn't control wouldn't suffer the same, you know? So there's a good reason why he's not, he doesn't have a Jack Reacher series right now. He made two of them. He was fine. You know, the one that's out now, everyone is just, Anyone yeah. who's read those books, they're just going, this is Jack Reacher. But whatever, you know, there, as many people point out, there have been all kinds of castings that had nothing to do with, I mean, like, again, as somebody pointed out, the great parallel is nobody thought Michael Keaton was going to be a great Batman. And now, and now 32 years later, everybody's going, please let us have Michael Keaton as Batman <laughs> and the Vulture. Can he play every character in every universe? <laughs> um, anyway. But other characters that are appearing, um, I think this is interesting, and you know a little more about the Lovecraft and the Kluhu mythos than I do, but Shuma Garath, it's very clear that Shuma Garath is there, but thanks to a Lego set, we know he's not called that, it's not called that in the movie. It's yeah. Gargantos, which is a name that Marvel owns outright, yeah. but I don't remember in my breezing through Lovecraft if Shuma Garath was actually a, a name from... I other books or you go to a browser. I think it was. In um, which case, I'm sure there's a Disney lawyer who said, "Let's just make sure nobody anywhere yeah. can make a claim," because Roy Thomas did not give a shit. Uh, oh, I've said it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to swear live. Um, well, there's a very notorious uh, Dungeons and Dragons manual for monsters and monsters and minions or whatever it is. Um, and it had a whole, ch- it had two chapters that were excised after the first, for the first one was, uh, the Elric world. And the second wow. one was all, all the stuff from Lovecraft. I, by the way, and, I just had volume one of the new revised Elric, uh, today in, 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 from Amazon. So excellent. I, I look forward to diving into that sometime in retirement, but I had to have it and I got a delay here. Uh, sorry, uh, David. Yes. Language. I'm going to look at that. Um, but yes, I know he has a daughter. Uh, and she's probably watching this too, and just horrified. Is she five? I, 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 no, I, she's not. Is Derek Cross suitable for five year old? No, not not right now. I don't know. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, language. No, I know. We just don't have a bleep button, but 
don't give Rick any ideas. We used to. You used to have the monkey sound. The eep. That was when we didn't do live. These are the perils. Um, you're going to try to find a way to do it, aren't you? You're making a note. Gosh darn it. G. Willikers with pickles on top, Rick. Hello, I am the monarch and I am Kirk. Yeah, okay. Uh, I, I hope that since I recently uh, talked to uh, to to uh, Dean Venture there, uh, <laughs> that uh, Michael sent her Nicholas that maybe he's watching the podcast and goes, oh, I appreciate the shout out. Um, uh, oh, thank you. Yes, he was quoting Steve Rogers from Age of Ultron. Uh, but yeah, I... Look, dude, I, I'm on a roll uh, because he does have another, another point. Besides Shima Garath, uh, I'm going to look to the action figure line. Have you seen the release yeah. of two characters we didn't necessarily see, but maybe saw one? And it's been so long since I read the character that I'm not sure if he had an enemy that looked exactly like the one on screen. Was it a man thing character? I don't think. Oh, well, no, no, no. That's not the one I'm talking about. Oh, you're thinking about um, the one who had his own book. Yeah, I'm talking about the one that had his own, own book. So let's go ahead and say, if you see in the Marvel Legends action figure series, uh, you know, so there is a set all labeled Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Every one of them, every Stephen Strange figure looks exactly like uh, Benedict Cumberbatch or, or fairly close. America Chavez looks like America Chavez, you know, like Sochi Gomez. Uh, there are two characters there and there are three. There's uh there's the what if strange, uh, they're called, he's called uh, strange Supreme. I think there's the, uh, there's Dr. Strange and then there's defender strange. And then there's the one from man thing despair. Yep. D apostrophe S P A Y R E created by Steve Gerber. Um, who I haven't, I don't think I saw on the trailer, but could be, but the other one. And because I thought that the sequel would be, uh, would be nightmare. The villain would be nightmare. And then they decided right. to go off into the multiverse. And I think there is a, a Chiwetel Ejiofor uh, figure as well. I think there's a Mordo. And, yep, and I love that it's like the point is this trailer tells us that, that, uh, you know, it's almost like Mordo has a point right now, like sorcerers yeah. in the world. Yeah, you're kind of right now. Um, you there's a price to pay. And it's an interesting twist, but the other character is Sleepwalker, um, infamously described by Tom DeSanto as Sandman done right. There's um, another character. There's another okay. character. Uh, each one of those packages has part of another character mm. who is Rinta the Minotaur. From, uh, we, we saw though he is in the trailer. Yeah, Rinta the Minotaur is in the trailer, but I think it's he the, comes disassembled and all the. It's like I got his arm. Okay. That's what I think Strange has gone to, and I, I can't remember the village right from Shang Chi. I think there's a crossover with Shang Chi in this trailer. Yeah, I, I think have, that's where Rinta is. It's um, uh, Kamar Tai Taj. Kamar Taj. I think you're right. I think that's yeah. what what they said. I, I've got to go back and watch that movie. Because uh, I, I did enjoy it. It's not Shang-Chi of the comics, but it's right. a fun film. And and I, I just, I love Simu Liu. Um, so, you know, this is, it, it does bring up an interesting point. And I'll put David's comment from earlier. Some of the best comics are standalone issues in Iran, but we'll never see that in the MCU again. It's all got to be connected. And that's true. Uh, I've recently been going back. I'm alternating between rereading Immortal Hulk for something else I want to do. 
and uh, and trying to catch up on the recent run of Eternals. And and I've seen people now that it's on Disney Plus. Absolutely, absolutely roast Eternals. Hate this movie. Feeling that it's boring. I didn't think it was boring, yeah. but the issue is. I'm going to go along with it. Jack Kirby did not want the Eternals to be part of the Marvel Universe in the first place. And the backflips and the twists that the comics are doing right now to make Eternals part of a larger narrative involving Thanos. I don't remember which. I don't know if it was directly. I think it was retconned by somebody other than Starlin that Thanos and Mentor and Eros were Eternals. But they were a rogue faction that had gone to Saturn. Yeah, that was not in Starlin's role. Yeah, I don't think it. I, I didn't think it was. Um, but you know, it, it's so clear to that point that I know for, for they were titans for years. For years, you know, we we loved every little crumb that they threw. That maybe these superheroes in movies lived in a larger universe. When George Clooney said, "This is why Superman walk works alone," I freaked out. I'm like, "Yeah, we can see." And then I saw Batman and Robin and went. No, I don't think I want to see George Clooney uh, uh, with Superman because um, I saw Superman in three and four, and 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 I like to pretend I didn't. You know um, that the Superman movies never did actually reference any other character. Um, you know, so I mean, we were waiting for that that crumb of, of crossover, but now we've seen all this. It's okay to let them stand alone if they make more sense standing alone. And I think you. Marvel's got properties like I wouldn't even know. God, they did try this in in the comics, didn't they? Like if you, if Marvel wanted to make Weird World, you know, uh, the yeah. Weird World book, the Mike Plug stuff, um, that has no real place in in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But, but they have tied in. You know, it has been. So that's the thing. You want to do Kill Raven? I don't want Kill Raven to come back in time or anybody to go forward. You know, even to some extent, because I kind of blew it with Deathlock, you know, a Deathlock set in his, the original Deathlock, say it's a Marvel movie, but it doesn't have anything to do with, uh, yeah. with, with anything else. I'm fine with that. Even though I've enjoyed Deathlock crossovers in the comics. And yeah. we know, you know, David Pepos is about to write Savage Avengers with Deathlock hunting down Conan, you know, which I got to say again, people buy those books on the stands because to my dismay, Marvel doesn't have digital streaming rights to Conan comics. So they're not on the Marvel Unlimited app, oh, and including yeah. Savage Avengers. So Savage Avengers is print, comicsology perhaps, uh, but, you know, which even now there's another issue with that. Apparently Amazon just rolled well, out if a you new buy the, If you buy the Savage Avengers print book, you do get the digital issue. Right. <laughs> But it's not on their unlimited. And boy, that was my mistake when uh, our friend Chuck Surface uh, texted me and said, dude, are you reading Savage Avengers? I'm "I'm going to catch up. Uh, It'll be on the app. And then it was not. And so I read the first issues on what I bought. And then it was, you know, I said, I'll catch up for the rest. I made that mistake. Don't make that mistake that I made with David Pepper's run uh, coming in May because it's going to be insane. Conan versus Deathlock. Again, we're all just we're at this point that we're all just playing with action figures. It's been a, it's been it's been an amazing series. Conan hanging out with Doctor Doom. Yeah, and, yeah. Just... And, yeah. And, 
You know what? There should be an alternate universe version of Doctor Doom as the Illuminati. That's how they just sneak it in. I don't want. I think I, I thought he appeared in that. I think he was at one point because the Illuminati's membership shifted as they needed to. So I would say, if if Marvel really wants to blow, our, and they do, Kevin Feige really wants to blow our minds with the Multiverse of Madness. Doctor Doom is the armored figure. Everybody thinks is Tony Stark, the Superior Spider-Man. Oh man. Severe Iron Man. All those Guardian Ultrons are actually Doombots. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wouldn't that be? I mean, who knows? If it comes true, you heard it here first, people. Um, we are just good. Uh, you know, I, and, and it's funny. You know, so, so uh, you know, David because this Deathlock could be introduced in a future season, The Punisher. I don't think we're going to get a future season, The Punisher. I think The Punisher is a very problematic character for, for Marvel and Disney right now. Um, and not because of anything that John Bernthal did or any flaw in the series. I think no. the real world has made it difficult. And that's why I think we're getting this new redefinition of him in the comics. Um, but I don't think that can separate it out. I think people are, uh, you know, the damage... Oddly enough, there's um, there was just a Kickstarter for the uh, zombie side version of Marvel Zombies, yeah. And Death, and uh, Punisher was one of them, one of the sculpts they didn't do. And I believe I heard that they were told not to. That that they. I would say we have gone past the point uh, that uh, you know uh, that you're going to sell a, a a Punisher T-shirt at Disneyland, which I did see. They did have it in this little Marvel store across from the the Star Wars launch bay, or before it was Star Wars yeah. launch bay, it was Marvel. Uh, so David, it gives me this piece of gossip. He did. Uh, John Bernthal mentioned he recently might cut, cut, he might come back on a Hulu series, maybe. But I don't think the Punisher is going to be the the um, main character. I just don't think they're going to do anything that makes him the main. It's going to be a Modok. I. Oh, that could be. That would be funny. But I think really they're going to – I don't even know if they're going to do a MODOK season two. Um, But uh, they should, but I I don't know that they will. Um, But I I do think that all those characters, you know, because Charlie Cox has said there's – he knows a little. There are further plans for Matt Murdock. There are further plans for uh, Wilson Fisk. Um, He just doesn't know what they are. I don't know that we're going to return to those shows. But I think the Punisher is going to be recast the way he originally was because people like to forget that he was a Spider-Man villain and he was a a one-off. Then he was going to be just kind of the recurring villain. And then, holy hell, he got popular. And, you know, and then there's that great Mike Zeck. And I can't remember who it was. Stephen Grant wrote that miniseries, uh, you know, in the 80s. and, And that got big. And then he got ridiculously big. And as much as I enjoyed reading The Punisher and, and I've enjoyed the Punisher movies that I've seen and John Bernthal's performance, The Punisher, it bothers me to yeah. lionize a character like that because there's just no way around it, which is what, you know, the creator, Jerry Conway, who originally created him, said, you know, he wasn't meant to be. I was I was big on The Punisher when it first came out. And for, I mean, God, at one point, there were two, if not three, different books a month that had the Punisher journal and case files or something. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and finally, I, I just one day I looked at at the books and I said, "This is not a great character to be, you know, spending." No, it's you know, I have a friend and I that I, I don't know if he still listens, Ron Talbot, but he used to write into us, so I don't know if he still listens. Um, 
that I, we, I did a couple of shows with him and he said like he would not watch the Godfathers. He wouldn't watch the Sopranos because it was just his personal line, line in the sand, no matter how yeah. high quality these entertainments were, he didn't think there was value in him giving money to an entertainment that lionized Wild. a bad guy. And, and I'd say anybody who ever goes by the Fredo code, who says like, you totally Fredoed me. If you're using these guys, these characters as your you, you, look, I don't think you're a bad person, but you're a person whose moral code, honestly, I'm not, I don't want to be great friends if that's where you're getting your code from. It's not a personal fantasy. No, no. And, and, uh, and I've had a couple of people say that to me, you know, like, you, you, you know, it was, I knew it was you, Fredo, and you Fredo me. And I am just like, okay, well, this friendship's done. All right. And I don't know which one of us won, but if you think you won, cool. And I think I'm just better off. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, you know, that, that's it. And, uh, you know, David comments here. It's you know he's a tortured vet with with combat PTSD issues. Yeah, and that story was done right in Daredevil, and then he spun off into his own series. And I I, I did enjoy it. What I I didn't want to finish it, but I think John Bernthal, Bernthal was the first time that the character made sense to me. But I don't need him, and I, I don't need him in uh, you know that tale's been told, and that hopefully that series will show up on Hulu. I, you know, we don't know because at the end of March, right, that all the Netflix series leave Netflix. And, uh, you know, this one, sure, yes, I accept this. Uh, Michael Goodson shows up uh, in his and says, I knew it was Rita. <laughs> and I say, yes, all right, you're Han Solo. I'm fine with that. Um, yeah, uh huh. I've seen you. In, yeah, actually, you wear that best well. Damn it. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Anyway, you know that that's it. We saw we we got that, and of course we talked a little bit about uh, March first. Thank you, David Fowley. Just corrected me. It's March first. They end. They leave Hulu, uh, Netflix, and possibly go to Hulu. I think that you know Disney Plus has still not quite decided how far, at least in the U.S., they can push their brand. Um, you know because it's still Disney. People still, but I would say you know obviously some of these Marvel things are pushing Moon Knight. That's March thirty. That's why I was thinking Netflix. Uh, the Netflix day was March thirty first. That's when Moon Knight shows up on on Disney Plus, and there's no way Moon Knight is the feel good, family friendly thing that Spider Man and Friends, Spidey and Friends, or whatever it is, the little animated series is. You know, it's not that feel good thing. I, I don't know how they're going to solve that because it hasn't been an issue for me. And someone can can let me know. Uh, please write in after the fact that you know perhaps and let me know. If yeah. Disney has an age gate with profiles, because I don't know, because when I gave my son a profile, he was already 15, you know, so um, for Disney uh, and other family members, uh, you know, it, it, my immediate family that, that share my account, which, by the way, is above board because Disney allowed that. Thank you for being the streaming service that does that. Um, you know, they're all they're all of age. I, I, I'm not going to question whether or not they want to. It's up to them, you know. Um, and I'd go back to what Andy Zoria said, like, you know, my son did decide both Daredevil and Arrow were both too violent for him at that point. Um, you know, so I don't know. I assume he went back to, uh, you know, to, to Daredevil, but I, I don't know. And then, you know, uh, yeah, David uh, Fowley says after Moon Knight, we get, you know, Kenobi and then She-Hulk. 
But I, she Hulk's being described as a sitcom, so I think it's going to be okay. And I'm looking forward preview, to that. You know, and if you want to get a, a preview of of kind of how that show is going to be run, oddly enough, uh, Marry Me is directed by the same person who's directing every episode oh. of She Hulk. So, which also, uh, you know, gobsmacked me last week. Marry Me is a is a graphic novel first. It's actually a web comic, so it may be the first major film adapted from a web comic. And, and that's out uh, now on on Hulu. No, it's out on Peacock. It's oh, on Peacock, Peacock, right, right, right. It's on theater. It's in theaters right. and on Peacock, and it's you know it's cute. It's charming. It's fun. I mean, you know, it's one of those things that you and I have to say. It wasn't necessarily really made for us, but I, I, I did buy the graphic novel last week and read it and enjoyed it. And uh, and I watched the movie. I, I made my made my wife watch the movie. And we both went, yeah, you know, it's it, it's fun because of Owen Wilson. He's sincere. I enjoyed it. Uh, clearly, uh, David had a different opinion, and you can read about that on keepingitreal.com. That's with dash in between each words. Uh, you know, we agree to disagree, David. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, we make the world go round. Uh, friction, money. Money makes the world go round, and that's uh, we'll see how well, much money it makes. Um, you know, so anyway, uh, what was the, that? Yeah, that was it. I, I, I do want to say, of course, Super Bowl did bring the Jurassic World Dominion trailer, which right. I'm I'm going to say briefly ticks me off uh, because I feel like I'm going to get suckered in again uh, that every time a trailer comes, I'm like, this is going to be a good movie. And so far in the Jurassic world franchise, I have enjoyed exactly zero out of two of those. Oh. films. Um, and, zero and out of two. Okay. Well, let's say, uh, yeah, because they're stupid because they do stupid things in them. Not the least of which I'm just going to, this will be my rant. It'll be end. In the second one, what did they call the Jurassic Jurassic World Part Two? Uh, two hours of boredom, oblivion, um, pray for death. Uh, what was the title? They, they had a title. Uh, they, they, maybe it was Jurassic Kingdom. I, I I don't know. But the fact that they were very blasé about the fact that they had a half dinosaur human clone um, that just was like a cliffhanger. Everybody went, "Yep, she exists." Nobody made a big deal. I was like. Nobody behaves like a like a rational person would. Lost Kingdom, thank you, thank you, David, uh, was the second one, and so it's the Fallen third, Kingdom, Fallen Kingdom, Fallen Kingdom. Um, so the thing is that for this third one is finally what like you and I way back when predicted after the first one that this is the plot of the second one, but right. we were wrong about the plot of the second one, and instead. And you can join us on Sunday. We'll have a we'll have a panel at a convention, which is did the film trilogy ruin Hollywood? And because the logical next step was the weaponization of dinosaurs, the right. dinosaurs overrunning. Actually, that was the logical next step after Jurassic Park two, which I kind of enjoyed. I don't really remember if I cared about Jurassic Park three, but I didn't hate it. Um, I don't hate these movies because obviously I go and I watch them, but it's like. You know, it's like saying the Batman. I will see the Batman in theaters, I think, um, because I I have an illness. I have a sickness, people. It's an addiction. But, um, you know, but uh, so I, I, I go see superhero movies. Look, I paid for Bloodshot. <laughs> so, you know, that's, uh, yeah. Was it worth it? Not what I paid for it. Okay. Yeah. But I will say I'm waiting for Venom Let There Be Carnage to be uh, uh, on a streaming service. I'm, 
probably uh, going to go back and watch the, all the Venom movies I've never watched. Um, I don't know why. I'm no, just there's only two. You, I know it's scary that it makes it seem like there've been a lot. No, there's only two. Probably enough. I think my my impression of the Punisher movies bleeds over into the Venom movies. That may be. Yeah. That may be. Uh, you know, uh, though we've, it's clear, uh, Fanboy Planet co-founder Michael Goodson proves he has not listened to the podcast. Uh, Batmite is is refer- referenced in Peacemaker. Yeah, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. The first live action confirmation that Batman Batmite exists. Yes, and I said originally that James Gunn said he's willing to keep revisiting the DC universe as long as they let him. And so I'm all for an HBO Max uh, Batmite series. And he's proven in... Um, that really horrible anthology comedy movie that he can do. Well, I guess I should say, I shouldn't even say that he's proven with guardians of the galaxy that he can direct a CG, a motion capture character perfectly. Suicide squad too, right? The suicide squad, because you got weasel. Yeah. Yeah. That he can, Batmite could be handled beautifully by, uh, by him. And, uh, and, and uh, Patton Oswalt could more believably play Batmite than he is Pip the troll. The CG would be much better on the DC side, as much you know. For all the Eternals' flaws, the one that glares to me most is: Did they run out of money creating Pip the Troll? Because that one really just bugged me. Yeah, yeah, that looked like Harry Potter fighting a troll in the Chamber of Secrets. I know people. I think it's an ogre, but you know, whatever. Okay, uh, so I, I think that's it. Thanks again, once once again for joining this and. And, and the people that have watched the live stream, you know, I think it's great to have you. Uh, you know, once again, if you've got any questions, comments, compliments, commentary, criticism, you're watching this after the fact, you can write into editor at fanboyplanet.com. And, and anything that we talked about, if there's a book or, or a DVD set, because I enjoy, you know, even Peacemaker, I might buy that on Blu-ray just so I have whatever extras they have to offer me. You know they've got to have some crazy extras. Yeah, give me more. I mean, they're including outtakes. I would say, after last week's episode, that Christopher Heyerdahl, the outtakes of, or it was two weeks ago, when he was doing all the trying to figure out the smile, and they're showing that. Like, he just yes. shot, Oh, God. This is a sci-fi actor. Like, he's been in so many things that you know him from, but you didn't know who he was. He shot at the top of the list of most talented Chris's in Hollywood. Just from all these things and his improvisation. And David, thanks for joining. You know, it's been too long. We actually met up once in, in person in Chicago. I was in there in a business trip and he met me in the hotel lobby just so that we could say, we do know who each other are. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah. Anyway, so Chris Heyerdahl was awesome. But anyway, uh, yeah, we, we are an Amazon affiliate. And if you go through the search box, that is at least on the landing page. I'm I'm having a little, uh, you know, difficulty with our our web host right now. Uh, has broken some of the design elements. I won't name them um, because I I have faith. The, the elements of the or the host. Uh, yes. Have you looked at the at the site in the last? I two worked weeks? in the site. I asked you if that was the new design, and not purposely. All I said was, yeah. Um, go ahead and, and, uh, you know, optimize the, the mobile version. Cause I've seen sites that exist in two different forms, one on mobile and one on, on web. And they went, okay, we'll just make it the mobile version. And they took away the banner. They took away our branding. So yeah. I might edit this out and replace this because I don't want to. <laughs> well, you didn't say who they were. 
this is what we usually talk about when we've left we the, up. Yeah. the screen. But anyway, uh, so you know, you can look at the Amazon. And you can uh, if you go through the search box uh, or click on a link uh, from Fanboy Planet, and you go to Amazon. Anything you purchase in that session, uh, we we can possibly get a, a small kickback, uh, and we and certainly appreciate that. But I I do one hundred percent believe in supporting small businesses because honestly, you know, it, it, this is a hobby that I can afford. Oh, oh and uh, you know, uh, Michael Goodson, this is for the Patreon, for, but it's going to be very pricey. Fanboy after dark. Yes, uh, Rick and I do do. Uh, uh, yes, no, I was going to say that we do, but you actually went there. I can't believe it. Oh, but I've got my undershirt on. Uh, you know, we 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 do a topless version of of this uh, <laughs> live from whatever lounge we went to that Pennyworth party in San Diego. Oh, yeah. uh, so maybe we'll do maybe we'll do Fanboy Planet After Dark uh, from uh, from Bacon, uh, you know, uh, Zine Lounge. Uh, <laughs> We might have an in. They can just shut, you know, close the door, and then we just do I the fun. We need to wrap this up. Do we? Okay, it's getting worse. All right, so thank you, everybody. Uh, and, and again, you know, I, I know that that uh, there are a lot of, uh, of conversations happening, uh, and, and you joined ours, and I really appreciate that. And it was great for everybody who joined. Thank you. And anybody who's watching this after the fact and communicates, really appreciate it. I'm Derek McCaw, Editor-in-Chief of FanboyPlanet.com. And I'm Rick Brettsnyder, reminding you to... Let's do it together. Use your powers for good. We'll fix this in post. I don't think we can. I know. It's great. Thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.thegreatlukeski.com.